seven things you didn't know, you need to know. I'm Kira Revens and this is the Standard 7 Ireland edition. In the next seven minutes or so, we'll look back on a week that saw the government finally get to an agreement on climate change and emissions, monkeypox declared a global health emergency, the Tory leadership contest debates and the death of former First Minister David Trimble. This is the Standard 7 from the Smart 7 and don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7am. After days of negotiations, the government finally reached a compromise position on the new emission requirements to help combat climate change. The sticking point had been the level of reduction for agriculture, with Green Party leader Eamon Ryan pushing for a 30% reduction, and Minister for Agriculture Charlie McConnell looking for a much lower number after pressure from farming groups. The final agreement sees a 25% reduction for the agriculture sector, and Minister McConnell seemed pleased. This is an important day, but it is not the end of the journey. It is not even the beginning of one. Farmers and this sector have been on a pathway to reduce emissions for many years, but we are now stepping up those ambitions. I will back farm families and this government will too over the course of the next decade to reach our ambitious targets. We will support them in every step of the way. Eamon Ryan recognised the new lower number will cause concern as it puts pressure on Ireland to reach the legally required level for climate emissions, but he says it was the best solution for the present moment. Those who say on the environmental side, and I absolutely understand why, that this is not enough, there can never be enough. The scale of the challenge is so great that we do have to go to the max, do the absolute everything, because it's such a critical time. There's so little time left. But in this, we will start and make a really good, strong start. And as we learn by doing, we could speed up. This week saw Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss face off a number of times as the race to be the new Tory leader continued. They started with a debate on Monday night on the BBC where the big discussion revolved around whether or not cutting taxes should be part of the plan for the new leader. Rishi was sticking to his original plan, which is to tackle the ballooning national debt. So the question is, should we pay that bill ourselves or do we put it on the country's credit card and pass the tab to our children and grandchildren to take care of. Now, I don't think that's right. Well, Liz Truss is not for turning. She had a recession on her mind. Everybody thinks that putting up taxes is going to hurt the economy. You can't put up taxes and get growth. If we follow Rishi's plans, we we are headed for a recession. Tuesday saw the deadly duo back in the studio for another debate, this time for The Sun broadcast live on Talk TV. But the broadcast dramatically went off air after a mysterious metaphor crashed the party. He's going to challenge the freedom and democracy. Turns out it was journalist and host Kate McCann fainting. She's fine, according to Talk TV, but it didn't continue with the debate. Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss both tweeted to wish her well, saying they were looking forward to getting grilled another time. Under pressure, as polls show him behind Liz Truss, Rishi appeared to change his mind on tax cuts, proposing a new VAT cut on fuel if he wins the contest. But that didn't impress Business Secretary Quasi Quartang. It's a new turn. I mean, let's not beat about the bush. This is a U-turn. A few months ago, he said that uh, VAT on energy bills would disproportionately uh, help richer people. It wasn't targeted enough at people who are vulnerable. Thursday saw Culture Secretary Nadine Dorius weighed back into the contest and she's still annoyed about what happened to her best friend Boris. It is not a secret that things happen that shouldn't have happened and that Boris Johnson was removed via a coup. 
This week saw the Ukrainian military begin a pushback on Russian forces in the Kherson region, including successful artillery strikes on the critically important Antonovsky Bridge. It's a major blow to Russian forces who use the bridge to transport supplies to soldiers, and Ukraine say it's a sign that their operation to liberate Kherson has already begun. The good news came as departing Prime Minister Boris Johnson presented Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky with the Winston Churchill Award for Leadership. It gives me great pleasure, Volodymyr, to present you with this award, if you can see it, which I hope U.S. Army Major John Spencer says that both U.S. and U.K. military intelligence believe that with all of the long-range Ukrainian attacks from the newly supplied Western weapons, the Russians are running out of ammunition. Even the MI6 director, as you know, said that they're about to run out of steam. The Russians are. But they're running out of ammo. They're running out of men to get to the front lines. And you know, people with five days of training being pushed into Ukraine to fight for Russia. Meanwhile, gas prices in Europe rose by almost 2% on Wednesday after Russia further cut down on supplies flowing through the Nord Stream one pipeline into Germany. It follows the country's earlier announcement that they would pull out of the International Space Station by 2024, a decision which former NASA press officer Laura Worley says could spell trouble. The biggest threat to the West would be if Russia would join forces with China on their space station. We could be dealing with some serious geopolitical issues here. Monkeypox has now been declared a global health emergency by the World Health Organization after a surge in cases. It's the seventh time such a declaration has been made since 2009, the most recent being for COVID-19, which was given the same label in 2020. The WHO's Director General Tedros Cabersa spoke on Sunday addressing the new outbreak. We have an outbreak that has spread around the world rapidly through new modes of transmission about which we understand too little. For all of these reasons, I have decided that the global monkeypox outbreak represents a public health emergency of international concern. Still to come in the Smart 7 Ireland edition, Charlie Bird presents two giant checks to charity and tributes for former First Minister David Trimble. Right after this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. 
For the first time in 18 months, Donald Trump returned to Washington to give a speech on Tuesday and hinted that he might run again in 2024. His speech comes as more information comes out about his actions in the immediate aftermath of the Capitol attack. Despite Trump's claims that he lost the 2020 race through massive voter fraud, President Biden gave a passionate speech calling the police heroes and saying Trump lacked the courage to act on January 6th. For three hours... The defeated former president of the United States watched it all happen as he sat in the comfort of the private dining room next to the Oval Office. Speaking to NBC News on Tuesday night, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said that no one, including Donald Trump, was immune to prosecution for their role in the January 6th insurrection. We intend to hold everyone, anyone who was criminally responsible for any attempt to interfere with the lawful transfer of power from one administration to another accountable. That's what we do. Former RTE News correspondent Charlie Bird was in Marion Square on Tuesday and he came equipped with two enormous checks. Since he was diagnosed with motor neuron disease and made a heartbreaking appearance on The Late Late Show, Charlie has thrown himself into fundraising with the Climate Charlie Initiative, raising over €3 million. Euro. He presented two checks, one to the Irish Motor Neuron Disease Association and one to Pieta House. Using his voice simulator, he addressed the crowd. Last October, I was diagnosed with a terminal illness and I have had many dark days since then. But remarkably here this morning is one of the happiest days of my life. And the people who I have to thank for this are the tens of thousands of people from all corners of Ireland and abroad who made this day possible with your unwavering support for Climb with Charlie. The former First Minister of Northern Ireland, David Trimble, has died after a short illness. Lord Trimble, who was 77, passed away peacefully on Monday night. He won the Nobel Peace Prize with SDLP leader John Hume for his decision to back the Good Friday Agreement, which ultimately brought peace to Northern Ireland. A recent event at Queen's University saw a portrait of Lord Trimble unveiled in an annual lecture announced in his honour. He studied there and went on to become a law professor before departing for a full-time career in politics as leader of the Ulster Unionist Party. He was happy to celebrate his legacy. I'm content with it. And it's up to other people who will be looking at it to decide what they think of it. And one of the nice things about having something like that, it, it will be there for quite some time. Yeah. And that is a significant part of all of this. You know. One of those attending the event was his old sparring partner, former Taoiseach Bertie O'Hearn. David has been a great friend. We, we negotiated for 10 solid years. Um, we went through all the ups and downs, uh, battled every line and every paragraph and, you know, loads of differences, but great respect for each other. 20 years after the agreement in 2018, he spoke about what the day meant as it changed the face of Northern Ireland forever. Rest in peace, David. It was the greatest thing of my life. It was, still is. You can't add anything to that. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7am. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.